Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode on the Celtic Now and for our podcast. My name is Ryan Clifford. This week we're joined again by Robert Boyle. Robert, how are you doing, mate? Hi Ryan, a lot better, thanks. <laughs> uh, we are indeed, mate. Um, obviously, podcast reviewing the victory against Lille in the Europa League. Uh, starting off with Robert, as usual, your initial thoughts after the game. Um, probably the best I've seen us playing this season, Ryan. Um, full fact is, there was a lot of desire, a lot of hunger, a lot of fight. A lot of people wanted to play for the jersey last night, which... We've not seen enough of it this season. Um, I just, I was really, really pleased with how the reserve team and young boys played. I was absolutely delighted with how they played. I just wish they'd been brought in slightly sooner, um, because to, to me last night was what Celtic saw about: um, fight, hunger, desire, playing for each other, um, high pressing in people's faces, defending for the front. I just thought. A lot of the game was a lot of great points. Um, obviously, we had the wee one with McGregor, which is very unlucky with the guy. Um, he tries to play it back. But if we had that fight in 90% of games, we would do well. That's what you're looking for. See, if we get beat last night, I'd have still been happy with us. How did you think yourself, Ryan? Just everything you've said, I think, it's kind of spot on, mate. Um, it's a lot better. I thought there was a bit more fight, determination, desire to win the game. And even though you score first, you're thinking, right, just kick on. And even though we get a goal back against us, even just the bravery of the team and desire to get back and fight to get back in front. And I thought it was just, it was good for McGregor. See, like, I don't call taking penalties brave, but it was just good character to go and, oh, I've made a mistake. I'm the captain, I need to make up for it and scored a good penalty. So, Overall, good to give you guys game time, but obviously, in a way, it's kind of you're putting guys in who maybe should be playing quicker than they have been. Um, guys like obviously Gwinnett, Sorrow, and uh, Tumble. Obviously, the team a few changes. You've Duffy, Kamarthman as well, and the goalkeeper. So, there's a lot to speak about in that sense, but for me, I just think it was good to give you guys game time and 
get a win first and foremost a performance, but just good to stop it up and, and get a, a victory under our belts. Aye, Ryan, I, I, I say the exact same on you on that. I thought the big goalkeeper will start with. I thought Connor Hazard came out, mm-hmm. caught a ball, shouting his defence, organising him. For a young boy, I was very encouraged to see it. He made a cracking stroke in the second half, down at his feet. Um, for me, done nothing wrong. I wouldn't say he deserves to be dropped. Um, you'll get into with your back line, you're kind of similar. Um, midfield, sorrow. Really great, brilliant, tenacious in the tackle. Um, something we've been lacking in midfield as people get in people's faces um, and making a lot of tackles, I thought. Brilliant. Really, really, really good, to be honest. And I'm just wondering why he wasn't in the team sooner. In fact, mm-hmm. we've seen against a top quality side in Lille. Um, young Henderson came on for ping pong, thought he'd done really well because it's not his position. But he tracked back, worked energy wise. Great again, I thought. Brilliant. Just work ethic and being brave on the ball, Ryan. I thought a lot of the young boys were brave on the ball. None of the side passings and back passing that mm-hmm. were getting used to. I thought a lot of young boys were turning and putting the ball forward, which I think caused little problems. And you could cause anybody problems if you go in the front of it and no play sideways and back away. They're no damaging anybody and they're letting teams get into a shape. Whereas we seem to go forward quicker, faster last night, which I was impressed with. Um, Kamala's hold-up play. Not bad at times, still a wee bit rusty, but I thought his energy and his commitment and chasing things was something I've been lacking up front as well. You don't get that way yet, you've not had it with Edward in that. So mm-hmm. defences are coming out and being comfortable in the ball, which I thought Kamala was brilliant at, really chasing everything down, harrying. And I think that's what, sometimes what you say is defend through the front, don't defend when it comes into midfield or defence. So that was my point. So the players that played last night, I thought really good, but we'll go deeper into obviously how we voted our performances. Uh, yeah, I thought the goalie again didn't really do much, but as you say, he was out talking. Um, he was kind of talking defenders through the game. And for me, a guy at that age, I think he's about 21, I think 22. Um, still, yeah. obviously, as for Celtic stands, a goalkeeper, he's probably still young. So to come in out the, out the blue, really, um, thought he'd done well. He's probably the most vocal I've seen since with his foster. Um, definitely more vocal in Barkas and Ben. I thought. But didn't, as you say, he didn't really have much to do, but what he did do, he mopped up well and he was he was very good. Again, Sorrow, I thought he was brilliant. Um, again, some of I've not really, really seen the guy actually play. Um, again, we'll talk about it as we go into the podcast, but guys like him, why are they not playing quick enough? Why is it took against Lille to play? Um, as you say, again, I think, I know the game is... To me, it's not a dead rubber because it's still three points. It's still a game in Europe. It's still a, a good stage to play. So that's a very, very quality team. Um, I think they've only lost one game or two games all season. They've spent millions of pounds. Again, if I, I know you don't really want to talk about how they've done in Europe Rangers, but I, they have done well against Benfica. But all, all the radio pundits of papers have said, oh, Benfica have spent this, they've spent this. So have Leo. They've got a thirty yeah, million pound striker up front, so yeah, exactly. I don't again for the papers and pundits radios again. We've not had one bit of credit for yesterday. I think all of his are well done. It was a dead rubber game. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You've still beat a quality team. Um, so I thought for considering the guys haven't really played, some of the guys haven't played consistently all season. Falling a deep end to be fair. 
for, for me, was brilliant. And as you say, it was all fresh ideas. None of this sideboards, labour and passive. Again, for all season, we have used slow and passive. It wasn't that last night. Um, I thought it was really good for the guys to come in and kind of show, listen, you can trust us and we'll basically, like Rangers have been doing, they've been bringing guys in and it's just been a straight swap. And again, last night, you want to tell Tumble and Sorrow, Henderson to a certain degree and Hazard and, and Kamara have only playing all season. Aye. Yeah, but I agree with you that one, Ryan. 100% I agree with you that they came in and done a job as if they've just maybe missed one or two games. Um, mm. But what I liked about the boys was they wanted to play for Celtic. There's no one them sulking and feeling sorry for their Celtic. You're in charms and maybe Ryan Christie to an extent. Um, and Edward to an extent. Um, they wanted to be there and they wanted to play. So if that's what it needs to take to wake these guys up or to say to the guys, look, we've got other players here that are wanting to play for the jersey. That's mm-hmm. all you want. I mean, if we drew last night, I'd get beat. They'd have been gutted. But you'd have said, you know what? There was a fight in them. And we, t- we tumbled them and we gave their goalie something to think about. So that's what we've been looking for. And that's what we got last night. And I think he's got to stick more or less with nine or ten out of that team. I don't think he can make too many changes, to be fair. Um, only if they're forced upon him. Um, the injuries. But we don't know, David. <laughs> Sunday could be a new tactic again. We don't know if it's going to be another tactic. I think what he done was, I think he's kind of gave the guys a platform to go, listen, the rest of the guys who I've trusted, as we call the old guard, have not done it all season, go out and show yourself. And for me, I I don't think it's not a surprise for me about Tumble, because we've all seen him play for Mullerwell and we've seen him in wee snippets this season. That's what, that's, that's what I said to my dad last night. Even after a game, £3 pounds for me is an absolute bargain. To see if he plays well at the end of the season, he could, could get in the Euros for Scotland if he continues to, to play well. You never know. Um, so, yeah, boys got a lot to chase for. If he gets consistently like that, then there's nothing to say that he can be that player. Mm-hmm. It's just whether David Tumble can be that consistent for Celtic because we didn't see enough of him at Motherwell, whereas mm-hmm. if he was game to game brilliant or he was dipped in form every few games we don't know that yet but for what I've seen last night and the couple of bits I've seen him I thought he's refreshing he's delivered he's brilliant but Ryan Christie can't beat a first guy that boy was beating everybody and you've seen mm-hmm. the difference with the corner with Joe in that kind of attack it's alright having seven players in the box that's over six foot but if somebody can't find any of them there's no point so last night was the difference every corner he kicked that boy hurt Looked like there was trouble in their defence, and that's probably what we've been lacking an awesome day. Can actually put a ball mm-hmm. in a box. Um, his creativity was brilliant. Dead quick thinking, um, but clever, very clever passing. And I would say Rogic has come in and done really well. But Tumble gives you that energy that Rogic has. got mm-hmm. chasing and harrying players, which is good enough. He was harrying as well as Kamara, as well as Elanusi and that in the left. I thought the energy of the team. Last night looked like a fit team, whereas I feel recently we've looked like a team that's unfit. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that was a big difference last night as well, because they would have been chasing a lot of shadows playing that league last night, and um, with a lot of energy. Aye, I think you've touched on the fitness side of it. I thought, do you know what, something I didn't even, it didn't even come to my, my mind last night watching that. I didn't even think about take guys off now. I was just like, I just keep it the same. I didn't think they were 
I, I thought Sorrow did look a bit, a wee bit near the end, but I still wonder. Sorrow, you remember Aye. he was doing a bit of cramped leg and Tumbo made, I think it was like a slack pass, but it was about the 80th minute. Mm-hmm. And to have gone that high intensity against a team like Leo is, it's not, it's not as if it's Ross County or Kamala or Hamilton, you know what I mean? That's against a quality team who you had to be on your guard all night. So to me, they don't look unfit. They look fitter than the team that's been playing week in, week out, which I was impressed by. I would die, definitely, um, especially in the midfield. It was none of this, again, as much as we've, we've all uh, got a big respect for Scott Brown, if I just want to put him back in the team, they know, because Sorrell, as you say, Sorrell and Tumble for me, if they play on Sunday, which I hope they do and they should, because they've earned it, see if they play, don't do that well Sunday, fine, take them back out again. But there's no reason for me to bring Scott Brown back in. There's no reason for to bring him back in. Obviously, him himself, he was thinking, right, I want to play, I'm a captain, I need to play. But this is where Lennon's got to manage him now. He knows he can deal with him now in the league, probably as well. So This is where Lennon can get into being pals, the pals I, act and all that I, stuff. He needs mm-hmm. to look after Celtic, not look after his pals and look after himself. Because, again, he could relieve the pressure on himself. But if he goes and does something stupid, goes back to I say a three-five-two, or just changes the team and brings other players in, and it goes tits up, then he's always in downfall to do that. And he's backroom staff, you know what I mean? I just, um, I find it weird that we've had to wait this long to see Tumble and and Sorrow in the team because surely between the freedom coaching staff I'm talking about, mm-hmm. they should know that that guy didn't. He? Tumble didn't turn up last night and just play brilliant because he's not been doing in training. Sorrow didn't turn up. These guys must be performing in training. So to me, Lenny's probably been a bit stupid in his management. Um, and John Keddy and that, if that matter, is the fact is that they're just overriding these guys in training because these guys don't just turn up to training and be crap. There's no way. These guys have been performing Aye. in training, but they've been feeling too loyal to the old guard, which has put us in the mess we're in. That's what I was going to say, Jinkies. They've won all his trophies. We need to give him a few games to see if he can get us out and then if we can, he change it. But who's to say that Tumbo and Sorrow couldn't have got us a three points against St. Johnson? They couldn't have got us a, a cup victory. Again, as you say, it was a lot quicker. Uh, I kind of want to touch on Kamara. I thought people would call him a, a bit of a squib. He's been this, he's that. He's, no, he's raw, he's, he's a baby-like. He, he doesn't do the base. I thought his work rate yesterday was... Brilliant. Um, again, I, I pulled up from myself, and it's a if you're up front yourself, it's an absolute graveyard shift. Um, sometimes it's it's a thankless task. Uh, you're running about and you're, you're not getting the ball and you're getting frustrated. But and there was, there was a video, I, I seen it on Twitter, but I can remember watching it. He ran about 80 yards for the rail box, he get back, and I was like, that's what you want. You may have an av- you may have an average player, but see if he's committed and he's fit and he's determined to do well. For me, I'd rather have that guy in the team than a guy who's a, a prima donna like your Christie, who thinks he's better than what he is, who's delivery. Listen, there's no doubt, you know, there's no doubt Christie is a decent, he's a very, very good player. Um, but I think he's been getting away with it because he, maybe, he, I, for me, when he goes to play with Scotland, it's a totally different team. Um, uh-huh. I think, I, 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 I mean, you spoke about that. He's a totally different guy when he goes to play with Scotland. Again, it's probably quite a Different atmosphere, it's more doom and gloom the way it's been, but I think Kamara's done. played out wide with Celtic and no playing behind the striker. 
you know what I mean? Is that maybe a wee toys at the pram type of thing? And he's no feeling like he's getting involved in games. You just we don't know, David. That's the thing. I again, but I know what you're saying. But that, I just don't know. But as with Christy, again, is it? Is it? He's been told by his dad or his agent. Listen, so and so wants you. But again, but we've all played football. It doesn't matter if you know you're going in our team next week to train or somebody's talking to you. You still go to training with your your pals and your team, you still train, you still play. If any day you play that game to win for yourself and your teammates and if you, and hopefully yourself you do well and score or whatever else. So for me, I don't agree with all this turning your heat care on because we've all played football and as soon as you step on that right line, you're not thinking about the money you're going to get PSG or Burnley. You're not thinking about that. Um, so I think guys like Christy and Charms, Edwards, I think maybe that is a wake-up call, say, listen, if we don't turn up, you've got the guys to come in. Um, I thought Kamara is... He he's he's very but see, people are saying he's a dim one, he's this, he's that, right? He's not, maybe he's just a late developer. Mm. He's, I mean, can't even say late developer, right? He's 22. Jamie Vardy was in the conference in England when he was 26. And look at the way he turned it. Some players develop a lot quicker than other players. It just might be that boy... Next year, hits two or three goals, and before you know it, he goes on a mad barrage and scores 40 goals. I mean, look at Big Sam Cosgrove, just for instance, at Aberdeen. His first season at Aberdeen, he was a donkey, couldn't he? And then he started scoring goals. It's a confidence thing. And then I would say Big Sam Cosgrove's turned into a half-decent striker. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that's what Kamara is, but what I mean is Kamara might just need a run of games and be better work and get into the game and start scoring goals. And he's touching all that will come. Maybe he's trying ah, too hard. I, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it could be. It's. Uh, I, I totally agree with you. Um, and see as well, I know obviously fans, we all judge people dead quick and we shouldn't they? But see a guy like him, mate, see if he plays two games and he does all right and then gets that. He went to play again for four or five games and then he's getting 10 minutes as a sub. You can't get a run of form with doing that. Um, so it's hard, but you know yourself, Raiders and Celtic in the East End of Glasgow and over south side, you don't really get time to, <laughs> you don't really get time to get judged. As soon as you play one or two games, you're, yeah, and you're not good enough, your classes are dud. So it's very hard to kind of please the fans. But I thought he done well last night, and again, as much as we're saying he's done well, do you do you play him on Sunday or do you go with Edward and go? It's a league game, it's a must win, or do you just go? Do you know what? No. Just I think this is a bit the only two that possibly could come back into the team and I would say it'd be slightly harsh on Clamara and say young Henderson but uh, if you're playing the two I would turn around and say and listen you two are in there because of what we know you can do but if he's mm-hmm. only doing it then you'll be straight back out of the team it's as simple uh-huh. as that they boys, they boys will be in and take your place because they proved it the other night Kamara didn't he was unlucky with the one shot but he harried and hustled that defence and chased everything down. Mm-hmm. And some of his touches last night were cracking touches. We back heels into players and lovely wee touches. He's stro- strong as an ox. So if he does get, say, one or two goals, his confidence might rock it and they might go on a wee run. But it's again, it's game time, as we say, Ryan. It's just probably because of this hysteria of 10 and everything that's this season's worth. He maybe not get a chance because Lennon might go, oh, I can't keep putting Edward or a Yeti on a bench or Griffiths. But at the end of the day, the guy needs a wee chance. He does, you know what I mean? Because I would say I would play Kamala era Yeti, in my own opinion, at the moment mm-hmm. in time. 
Um, but soft and butts in it. My personal opinion, see, well, I think we've got four very good strikers. I think Kamala will come good. I think we've just got game time. Um, I think I, I, for me, a Yeti, as I said to my dad during the game yesterday, for me, he just reminds me of Hooper. He's just a penalty box player. Once the ball's in the box, he'll finish. I don't think he's going to do the doggy. So see, like, like last night, that's not a game for a Yeti. Maybe a game against your Hamilton's, against your St. Mons, the other games you play him. The games you're, you know you're going to have all the ball, you're going to get opportunities. Um, that's just me coming for just looking at the game. Um, for a, kind of, not really as a fan, just looking at the game is kind of maybe a coach side of it. I think yeah, he's, made, he's definitely a penalty box player. Um, he kind of reminds me of myself. <laughs> Gets the ball on fuzz. I just think he's he's definitely got a... No one for holding balls up and stuff like no. that and playing the one striker, is he? I think he's definitely a guy where I see if it is two up front or Say it's the last five minutes and the ball gets hauled into you. I think he's the sort of guy where he knows he's he knows through his experiences. If I get touched here, I'm going to fall. I've got a free kick. It seems to me that I think he's cleverer maybe than Kamara on that side. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Kamara deserves to get his chance. I don't think. See, on the basis that part of injury, I want to change the team as much as you want to play guys like your. Yeah, Kamara's good last night. I said it was a track performance. It's just the way he didn't score. That was the only thing I would say that, in my opinion, was lacking because I thought he'd done a lot of the basics right and a lot of chasing, a lot of harrying and that. But if he scored it, I mean, oh, he had a brilliant game. It's just probably because he didn't score, but he never really had clear cut chances, if you remember. He had the one, he curled in, the keeper made a cracking save. He made a couple of nice runs, but people just didn't find him in time and that. But it was all promising last night. I was really impressed by Sorrow and Tumbo, if you want to go into them. I. Definitely. Uh, I'll, I'll go in sorrow. I think for me, it was just an absolute... For me, I think, see, you don't want to get over, as you say, you don't want to get over like, hysteria about the performance. Again, it was small baby steps, but it was just good performance and good to see the guys getting a chance. But I thought he just, as a, a young kid, just to watch a guy like that, it was, it was very, it was, as you say, it was tenacious. It was, it was a, he's a tiny wee guy. He was, he was like a wee. He's like, how do you say it? He was like a wee Yorkshire Terrier. He was like a wee Cantu. You aye. know what I say? He's Cantu. But he's that wee frame and stature that he's in. You're going, what the size of that wee guy? And he's getting aye. fucked in a boot. People, he's making aye. bigger guys. Not guys after partner, partner, bigger than him. I, I seen him last night, Brian. And I, I just done a. The wee guy was making that many tackles. I just started writing down. So mm. in the first half, Celtic made nine tackles. He saw him made five of them. The second half, he made seven tackles. Only. So in other words, he made 12 tackles in the game. That's, that's impressive. Like, uh, tackles and blocks, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought, brilliant on the ball, very calm and strong as an ox for a wee tiny guy. He was brilliant. It was just, energy was everything. And I felt like he didn't just dive into tackles. He kind of picked his time, went mm-hmm. to go and make his blocks, went to make his tackles. He wasn't getting caught. He knew his position on the park. He wasn't trying to drive forward and leave maybe that big gap in front of the back four, which we've been doing when mm-hmm. teams are driving this. He was... It, it reminded me of... Do you remember when Brian Kyle came into Celtic? I was very... I, in your face. It was that way, I, in your face, mm-hmm. and right for the word goal. Kyle was a great player up to... Lee McCulloch broke his ankle at Celtic Park. I'll never forget it. The kid fucking jumped into his ankle. And Kyle oh, I, and I went... I, I, 
Did you know, did you know, go four or five operations for that? After that, aye. So what happened is, Kaya was outstanding up to that point, and um, it was a fifty-fifty, and him and McCart went for it. McCart let him slightly win the ball and went in and broke his ankle. What a right killer the cunt is. Um, but I'm not saying he is that type of player, but he just reminded me of Kaya. That one, he's like small in stature, but he was in everybody's face. He was a nuisance, and that's what we've probably been lacking in the middle of the park. So I was really impressed, and I thought he was really good. He didn't go side the ways with the ball. He wanted to play forward and pass Aye. it forward. That's that's the good thing about him. He was very calm on the ball. I thought he was brilliant with the ball at his feet, and just always there to help people. And plays with a wee smile on his face, didn't he? Look like he was just with his mates. Mm. It was brilliant Aye. to see. Impression is, as you say, Ryan. It looked like guys who didn't. They were just out playing football. They didn't have a care in the ball. They didn't look like they were. They knew they were under pressure to perform. It just looked like it was a breath of fresh, uh, a breath of fresh air. Sorry, uh, for me, um, especially uh, sorrow for me. That it was brilliant, as you say. It was just it was like a wee Yorkshire terrier. It was just running yeah. about in their faces, no giving a fuck who he was against. And I thought that was brilliant. And I just like what you're saying. And only tumble, tumble. Uh, his, his goal for me was an absolute. I don't think it, I don't think it's actually getting spoken about much to be fair. I thought it was a fantastic finish and it was a good ball fit. I had done well. I had done really well. I had um, excellent right back to be honest, Ryan. I thought it was really good at right back. I see, I've marked that down. Um I I think I could maybe play right back, but I'll go to that minute after we talk about the uh, tumble. Yeah. But tumble for me I thought it was brilliant. And I, as you say, it's not really it's not a surprise the way he's performed because We've kind of we've seen him play snippets and anytime he's played he's done all right. So, but I thought his finish was really good and he was very, as you say, he was it was in your face. It was fresh ideas, passing forward all the time. It wasn't as passing back to the goalie sideways. And I thought it actually helped see Sorrow and Tumble doing that. I thought it actually helped Laxalt. Laxalt was it? It, 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 it. I don't even getting caught out as much. I know he get caught out for one of their goals, but apart from that, he wasn't he wasn't up the up the park as much, and I thought that was because Ray had done that for him. Um, because Hank Waxhawks been doing probably too much running just to hang it up the park. Um, but I thought Tumble was excellent. Sorrow again. I don't think, as you say, you don't want to get with the hysteria about the game and bum them up too much. But it was just brilliant to see guys actually playing the vice. The way we've been kind of used to see Celtic play. I thought Tumbles, as I said, Tumbles' deliveries all night was really, really good. Deliveries was brilliant. It caused danger every time he was on the ball. But see that, which we, we see with Rogic, he gets the ball in turns. Mm-hmm. He was really good at that. It reminded me, like Rogic, just that brilliant, getting on the turn and opening up and drive, but driving it with purpose, driving at people and looking for people. No, no going, oh, this is my first game, I better keep everything simple and go wide, go this, and back away. He liked to get the ball, and you could see the little players were like, terrified up and running him. I was impressed with him. He set up the first goal, um, obviously with the corner. He may have set up the penalty, because he put it through me, think from the broke down. He nearly scored in the second half, and then he did score in the second half, so to me, it was, it was absolutely outstanding. Probably just slightly edged man of the match here, Sorrow, just because he scored the goal. But I would like to see a run of games with A2 in the team. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that we don't want to get the hysteria on that, but 
do you remember the time when we get Hartley and Robson get into the selection? things up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, no saying that will what will happen, but that might be a wee, a wee fresh idea that could come again. That could be maybe that's what we need. A wee run of games, we name six or seven or eight games on the team that we need, mm-hmm. just because of, that's the best we've played all season, Ryan. It's it's. A, I actually felt last night we watching Celtic. Like we get a wee bit of identity back. I was cheering and mm-hmm. excited again. Whereas I've no felt that. I've obviously you feel that feel that a wee bit early season, but it's only been in splutters, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Last night, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I think that could be a platform to build on for time build the era cut of games and see how we go for there. I I definitely agree with you in the sense that it was just Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you are. I, I wasn't confident through the game, but I was, I was a bit more comfortable watching the game. I wasn't all nervy and oh shit, get the ball away and don't don't get it off it, Duffy or Julian it back. Just I mm-hmm. was kind of a bit more calmer. Um, I thought Duffy done all right. Still, mm-hmm. I I put on Twitter um with the it was small baby steps, positive night, positive performance, blah blah blah. But we are still a slight liability at the back. It's maybe the only sense you can maybe see. But I thought I thought Duffy done all right. He'd done some stuff where he was brought in to just kick the ball away, defend it, Rose Ed. That's all you need him to do. Um and I thought he'd done well. Again, the reason why he can't play on Sunday, um, didn't do too much wrong. Um again, Ryan, that's against a quarter team. I he made a couple of mistakes, but it's against a quarter team. Aye. So it's it, probably not as quality a team as that the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Like strike force and the movement of players. Mm-hmm. So you've got to give guys like a wee bit of a break on that one. You know what I mean? It's not like the net miraculous that we caused any of the goals. You know what I mean? Because um, I think I've seen a few guys uh, talking about it as well on Twitter and stuff. And but Ayer, I thought see see Ayer's one of our best players this season. To be fair, even though we've not we've not the best of seasons. I thought when he went right back, he was brilliant. He was getting up and doing. He was defending well. He was defending a bit better than he, he maybe has been at the back. Um, again, he was kind of like getting caught in position because he was going forward, but he was recovering. And I just thought he'd done well. Um, I don't agree with Frimpong playing at right, uh, right, right mid. Um, I don't even know. If, I don't even know if he's a right back. I don't even know what Frimpong is. To be fair, I, I generally don't. He's very quick, and but his delivery is weak for me. I think he's too weak physically. Um, again, but I hope he's all right. I don't actually know what happened to him, the injury. I know he with the penalty and stuff, but I hope he's all right. I've not seen any updates today. Yeah, about him. Look at um, the head injury, Ryan. I mean, he, he banged his head off the boats, which is... He should have been asked. He should have been asked. And that was only about two minutes later. He's he kicked the boys, he's kicked the boys fat, whatever's happened. Probably a soft penalty, but we take it all day long. Um, the boy's probably still been concussed for that, or whatever. He should have got took right off and assessed. You know what I mean? Especially a heat note like that, front of metal boards. Well, especially when it's, obviously there's a lot of stuff talking about dementia and kind of diseases with the brain and stuff. And I think, I think during the game, Chris Sutton tweeted about that, and he said, why did he not get off that part? And I'm kind of agreeing with you as much as back in, when I played a few years ago and... But you, you, you guys, Robert, yourself, that, that, that would be nothing. That would just go in the park, mm-hmm. fucking sponge your head, fuck off on the park. But no, it's totally changed. And again, it probably shouldn't have gone to the park for the penalty. Uh, but I think Ayer, for me, there's, I don't see there's any harm in trying because you've got Julian and Duffy there. 
and if so, you've got beat on the boy well. So, no harm in trying them again. If he plays well Sunday and playing there, then no harm in giving it a go. Because Elhamid, as he moving in January, is he homesick? We don't know. If he is, for me, you've just got to. I don't want to say don't play him, but if he's not going to be here the rest of the season, then you may as well just try somebody who might be there the rest of the season. Yep. Uh, they're talking about him going January. His family have not come back here for Israel and stuff. Um, just doesn't look the same point to me this season, to be honest with you. Maybe, I don't know, he just had COVID, didn't he? His family. So sometimes these things happen in football. Um, but if a guy sees no in it, nah, I would happily get, let him go. Um, mm-hmm. Just have his blessing because we're going to a wee bit of. I've looked at somebody, my um, right back, we'll talk later on when we get into that. Um, I think I've identified a guy, in my own opinion, that is, um, who I think is a long enough guy to bring in replacement, who I think would be cheap enough. Um, but we'll talk on to that once you get through your points and stuff. Definitely. Um, if he's no happy or he's no comfortable here, then probably just I let him go because there's no point in having him unhappy and then the fans when we get him stick and really this, that's just about fans day even though we don't know the engine outs and stuff it just fans don't really care what happens here at the park as much as that, that sounds bad it, they just care about what's on the park and if you're not performing the park then the fans won't take to you um, again just overall mate I thought it was a brilliant performance it was good to get a win um, give guys game time again it's kind of it's a wee bit of Kind of a bit more cheerier waking up knowing your team's won and you're no getting slaughtered. And it's a bit more, I even Lennon looked a bit more relaxed. And even during the game, you've seen him for the first time this season, he was getting up here and kicking, celebrating. That was the first time I've seen him be like that. Um, I think that's probably the first we've all been like that. No, <laughs> I was, I was cheering for Eh, <laughs> Your full thing, that's why football's kind of a lot of guys' lives. Um, well, I don't know your overall thoughts about the game, mate, but for me, it was just good to get a win and give guys game time and a bit more positivity about the club. Um, I just think it's been it's it's been needed. Um, a lot of talk about the board and last night and the result, it's basically, it's no forgot about what's happened but the board have not been mentioned in the last kind of 24 hours it's all about the team yeah. which I think we've got to as much as we're maybe a big advocate for letting go and our players leaving or whatever I think now we just need to do you know what he's here now we just need to deal with it it's a good one we just need to back the team now and just hopefully turn the turn the ties I've no gave up in the league um, it's still, still a lot to play obviously it's going to be tough but if we turn this around it's going to be one one heck of a party. Um, I think it'll be, it'll be amazing if we turn this around. I think it'll be, be sweeter than a lot of things we've won. I just think it'll be good good to, to, to just give the team a bit of a back We need to Aye. just take steps forward and then back and then sideways. Like We can't drop any more points in my opinion 
we've got to actually beat them at Ibrox in the second of January, in my opinion, as well. Um, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's just take mm-hmm. a game at a time and try and build up the confidence and momentum and try and get the squad back to how good we know we can be as a team. Um, last night, positivity, good bit of youth, good bit of energy. Just I, I was impressed by it. I was impressed, to be honest with you. I was like buzzing just because a lot of the boys just, to me, wanted to play for Celtic last night. Aye. They wanted to mm-hmm. play for Celtic and play for the jersey. And it just, it was encouraging, to be honest with you, because what I've been watching recently, I've just felt like we've just lacking energy, lacking desire, lacking team effort. Whereas I thought it was the roles, uh, roles reversed last night. Um, so I, on that note, mate, I thought I really, really good. Just let's take it to Sunday and hopefully get a, a good result to build momentum again. Uh, again, I'll just quickly touch on the command game on Sunday. Um, would you just go for me? I think you'll maybe agree with me on it. Um, just go with the same team, roughly, if we can, barring injuries, um, keep sorrow, basically keep that midfield. And just, I just try and take that into the game and try and get a win and get, just get his three points. We felt obviously what a performance, but just get the three points and just stop the rut in the league and just again continue the momentum and the positivity around Celtic Park. Yeah, because it's been a long way from had it, isn't it? So mm-hmm. it's, we want to kind of get us on the same hymn sheet and all going the same way. Fans, board, management, players. We want to create a positive atmosphere rather than us doing gloom fighting, arguing and everything else that's been happening throughout the world of Twitter, throughout work, through everything. Because mm. everybody's got an opinion and we all don't agree in opinions. Um, so I'd rather we were all in it together, fighting the same corner than all against each other. Um, just let's get on to the positivities of being a Celtic supporter and trying to push on for this title and Scottish Cup and Take all the negatives out the road and try and push on the forwards. Definitely, because obviously we've got, as, as you say, the fixtures. We've got Kelly, the Cup Final, Ross County, Hamilton, and then Dun United coming up. So you've no games easy, no games are given. But on the back of that, but you're thinking, right, you've got games now where the Mesa home games and a Cup Final, you've got winnable. Um, again, the Cup Final could be a blessing. You could go here and absolutely give hearts are doing. And your tails are up the rest of the season. You get, I know it's a, I know it's a Scottish Cup for the last season, but you can maybe say it's the first cup of the year. But it comes as a winning a cup, and I, the hunger that was in players that could I be a good go. thing. Aye, definitely. Again, if you win that, it might. Again, even if you just win the next few league games and until uh, you're winning Sunday and then it's a cup final and you go, right, I've won that. It gives you a bit of, aye, as you say, it's mere positivity. And again, if you win a cup, you know yourself, winning it doesn't matter if it's a fucking local shitty cup or whatever. A cup's a cup, and it, and it, gives, you a, it gives you a lift. So for me, I think it'd be good just to get around our victories. And if they if do win a cup final again, it's another record and another absolute achievement that the team should be proud of. But again, as you say, you don't want to get carried away because of last night. But it gives us a wee run of fixtures where we can. Maybe build, as you say, is a bit of, a bit of momentum. I agree with you on that, mate. Definitely. Let's just the Celtic take it a step at a time, as they say. <laughs> and then obviously you're talking we're, we're talking about uh players and recruitment levels. We've been kinda of, a big on that the last few podcasts and 
we've obviously been rumoured a few guys. The two guys I've kind of, well, I'm marked down a few, but the two guys we were kind of spoke about during the, the, the summer window was Doughty for Chilton. Again, we don't know if we're going to recommend by him. Is it a pre-contract? But mm-hmm. I think we all, the people are saying he's a decent player at League One level. We missed out in a League One player with Tony. And we've seen what he's doing he, with Brentford. I think he's under 21 player of the year or something for Chilton. So he did. Is it? I think, so, I think he did, mate. And he's quite a bit, maybe quite quick, so he is. So mm. plays left back, plays left mid. So I was kind of, aye, that boy sounds. I just read wee bits about him. Mm-hmm. It was on Twitter. So might not all be true, but. You know what I mean? Um, could probably dive more into the boy if you knew it was happening. By I think for what I've heard, I've not really. I can't. I can't say I've seen the boy. Um, but mm-hmm. if that's a guy that we were maybe talking about in the summer, um, I don't know why we can't go and get him. Because let's Celtic should be able to attract. If it's a guy for Charlton, if it is a grand, a five hundred grand or a million, just go and pay the money if that's what you want. Because again, we missed out in Tony. Who was a League One striker? Uh, League One striker. And I thought at the time, obviously, didn't make business sense. But now he's kind of telling me to fuck up because he's doing well. So again, you don't want to miss out on the guy that you've singled out. Just go and get him. And then the other guy, I've remembered about the guy McKenzie, the big kind of pub house in America. Again, do you go? Do you go back get him? Can I give yourself an extra defender for the running? Um, and then obviously, I think the main guy I looked at the day was. I've been kind of looking at um, obviously mind the guy from Milan uh, he played with Bodo Glimp who, who they've signed and he was brought against us last week um, against £4 pound he went for but the captain for um, Bodo Glimp Patrick Berg um, he's only he's only a young guy he's, he's played 27 games this year four goals his contacts to December next year so again you might be able to get him cheap again that, that I don't I don't see guys not league gone for ten million pounds, so he could yeah. be one maybe worth a, a million, two million pound. Like he's a Where captain. Centre mid. So Center he's mid a cap he's a he's a captain. Again, he, I'm not saying he's gonna replace Brown, but I'm just highlighting that he could be he's of a captain it, a, he's a captain of a team that's just won the Danish League. I I don't know if it's the first time in my history, but it's, it's the first time in a long while. Um they've kinda won that league at a canter. Um he's played twenty seven games. Aye. Aye, so he's four goals, centre mid, and he's, I think he's a defensive mid. So again, it's just we guys, I think maybe that's, I'm not saying that's uh, the countries we need to look at, but it's maybe countries where you need to give a certain look because you get talent everywhere. You get, you get oh. talent everywhere. Um, again, he's maybe just a guy you can maybe look at. I, get, I don't see why you can't go look at that league, even, even, even like teams like Mould and stuff like that. I don't know why we can't go and can I have a look at your teams? Aye. On that same note, Ryan, I I looked at a winger and a right back. Um, just who I I, I looked in my own opinion mm-hmm. that I feel we need a winger, and now that Elham is gone, I feel we need a right back. And Frank Pong's no kind of a a right back, right mid. We don't know what he is. So to boy plays with Israel, who keeps Elham out the team in Israel. He's um, Dasa. He's 28-year-old, right back, 10 games a season, plays with Vitis and Holland, 10 games, 2 assists, 5 clean sheets. I was very impressed by the boy watching him against Scotland. I felt he just looked very compact and mm-hmm. defence, very hard to get by. Good going forward. I just thought that wee guy looks a cracker and he just looks like a guy 
probably a seven or eight out of ten every week, in my opinion, if you want to watch mm-hmm. them against Scotland and watch Israel the odd game or two. Um, don't get me wrong, he might have had world games against Scotland or good games against Scotland, but his stats, what I've read on, seems to be quite impressive. And I think you could probably get him for maximum two million at Batiste in Holland. Um, there was a winger I looked at, again, Holland in Holland, but he's a Swedish. He's called Jasper Carlsen. He's a winger. He's 22, right foot. He strengthens long shots, high pressing and playmaking. Um, played six games, five starts, three goals, three assists. Um, AZ Altmar had bought him for 2.3 million, so just say maybe he's in a four and a half, five million pound bracket. Um, but obviously, if his stats keep improving his, like that, he could be um, hard to get. But these are the type of guys, and you're saying, same as what you're saying, is we kind of need players like that. Um, what we can get, um, no two deer in our price bracket. He'd probably be one that you could develop and sell. And if he turns out really good, Das is probably just a guy you bring in that's probably 28 that you could probably get two or three, four years out of. Aye. Um, a microlistic type of guy that could mm. probably be there for a few years, but be steady enough for you. And that's well, my opinion was on the recruitment just now. Obviously, we'll dive into it more in January when we know more about it. Uh, it's definitely, I think it's positions where we need strengthened. Because um, we let go, for me, let, we let go of Sinclair. I think now he's looking a bit of a, it's a bit of an iffy one now. Because we brought him in, uh, brought him in, he was amazing. And we've let him go. And there was no, I know we've got Mikey Johnson, but they've, he's no a guy, he's no consistently played well for us. He's, he's in and out, in and out. He's played games at Ibrox where he was kind of maybe at his depth. Um, so again, you've got to bring the placements in for me. Um, the winger and Chief Forrest is out now. Again, we don't know when he's going to be back, if he's going to be back this season. Um, so you kind of need to bring guys in to strengthen that area. Cause, but for, I think Elanusi's kind of been doing all right the last few games. Um, I think he's doing a bit more work, work after the ball. Um, yeah. Also, he's got his goal threat, but I think he's doing more after the ball. And, I think he's maybe been helped by lacking in the wide areas, haven't we? We're lacking in the Aye. wide areas. Big time. Um, as much as see, it's mere. I'd probably say it's mere the, the right side because the new forest is out. You've not there. Um, forest and spring pong looks like he's got to be injured now and also. You're kind of a bringing a centre mid attack mid out there, and you're obviously always drifting inside, so you're narrowing the park a lot. Because. I was talking to my dad about it actually yesterday, um, about the people doing barely right. They're talking about guys like Dortmund, no, and guys, uh, teams like Dortmund, Gladbach, blah, blah. You see, if they, see if they want him, see within six months, we, we know he'll be, he'll be in that 14th in six months. That's just the way, that's their model. So if they want him, how can we, which Stoke must be playing him? I don't know, well, I, I don't know, I've not heard I anything. Spoke to, I spoke to a boy, um, who I work with, who's we brought, was a coach. I'm not saying this is true or no, but he was a coach, a football coach, and he spoke to a woman who's we boy played with Celtic. Mm-hmm. And meant to be the wee guy's attitude absolutely reeks a shite. He's just mm-hmm. a wee moody face cunt. If he doesn't get his way, he's meant to be moody. I'll just do this and I'll just do that. I'll, I'll just get my money. I can go to any team in Europe I want. He's all right if he doesn't get exactly what he wants. So maybe he's just a bad apple in the youth team. Um, maybe I, I don't know I don't know the wee guy personally 
It looked like, to me, when he was 13, 14, he got voted one of the hottest prospects in world football. So, how he's went to two, three years down the line to, obviously it's a big gap for the under to the first team, but he was running mm-hmm. about it, and now he doesn't look like he's anywhere near it. Now he's running his contact down at Celtic to go wherever he wants. To me, he just sounds like an RV guy, like a Islam Farouz, who just wants him. But I don't know a wee boy personally, so I can't really judge. But just when I get told that, I thought it's very similar stories. Because especially when we're crying out for wingers, you would think you'd be at least on the, be- the bench a lot more, or even getting the last 10 minutes just to just to get a spark. Yep. Um, so if there's no sign on their contact, then why should they? Well, see, be fair, if I'm, see if a guy's no, if he's kind of signaling, he's no what to say on contact. I don't care if it's Edward, Christie or Dembele, don't play them because they're, their interest isn't at Celtic, so I, I agree with you there. Um, but I think we've got to definitely strengthen in the wide areas. Um, again, if we, for me, if we sign Laxalt, I'd be happy with it. He might not be guaranteed, but he's definitely a good, solid, as you say, 7 out of 10 every week. Because um, when it comes to the right-back side, we're missing a guy like maybe Hinkle. For me, I thought Hinkle was a 7 Seven and a half out of ten every week. He would never let you down. Um, I was actually talking talk to my dad last night. Under Stratton, um, as much as we were, we were, I've quite an average team. Um, but I thought Hinko and Nera, the two fullbacks, they were sevens, eights, sevens and a half every week. Um, I thought he was very good, Nera. Um, I know he had his flaws maybe defensively, but I thought he's he's left peg and going forward brilliant. So. We're kind of missing the two balance in that side. I know, I agree with you. I don't think I've had ever had, we've had Tierney, who's a brilliant left back, great going forward. Lustig was a great right back, good going forward, and that. But we've never had, we had Adam Matthews, who's a right good right back, but we've never had two absolute brilliant left and mm-hmm. right backs at the same time. We've always just kind of been in between. We've had good right backs and great left backs, had brilliant right backs and good left backs. We've never had absolute brilliant the two of them. Um, Lustig, as I said, when Tierney was breaking through, he was probably slightly not as agile mm-hmm. or getting up and down the line, but still a brilliant servant and brilliant player for us. I said, mate, it's been good to chat to you. I said, it's, it's good to vent your frustrations and your, your happiness, um, especially on this podcast. It's good to kind of get your views across. And again, there's some interesting points, especially about recruitment. Again, we'll, 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 we will continue that as the weeks go on. Especially into January. Um, but again, I'll be in touch with you again, Robert. We'll get this going again, mate. It was good to talk to you and we'll be back uh, reviewing the game on Sunday. Uh, thanks for your time, mate, and I'll see you again, Robert. Cheers, mate. Thanks very much, Frank. Cheers. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Bye bye.